Hi, this is Bernard Zimmermann. And Philip Wurta. Welcome to our podcast series, Virtual Leadership Development, How to Master the New Normal. And a warm welcome from my side as well. In this series, we cover a range of topics that all have an influence or impact on leadership development and all its applications in a virtual context. In today's session, our 17th, we want to continue talking about conscious listening and focus on the awareness we need so that we are able to listen at all the levels and really understand the different kinds of messages we can have in an online meeting. We also want to cover how to ask the right questions in order to create insight and build curiosity. For people to really become interested in the interaction and a deep connection, it is this awareness you as the conductor, as the facilitator, need to build on how to listen, how to listen in this process of communication. And the key element there is that you let go of yourself. We said that before, your own chatter, let go of that. That is not important in the play, how the interaction happens, but you have to focus your attention and attention, so the intention and attention on the others. And it's your responsibility as the facilitator to overcome the barriers that get in the way to let people listen and speak at different levels. Bernard, you spoke about a facilitator. What does this mean for somebody who's just leading his own meeting or her own meeting? For me, it's the same. That's a facilitation role. If you mm -hmm. lead your own meeting, you are in the role of a facilitator, even so you may be the owner of the meeting, but at the same time, you have this. You need to be in the discussion as well as at the meta level at the facilitation position to have the observation what's going on in order to make the right intervention and keep the real connection going. That's very true what you say. You know, we often believe that to lead a conversation, we need to do the talking. And there is this great German expression, wer fragt, führt, mm. which translates into English as, that translates as, the person who asks the questions leads the conversation and leads it in a much more powerful way. Yes. And to ask questions, to ask the right questions, I think the element we diving deeper now is you have to listen at all the levels. And when you're able to listen at all the levels really, really deeply, that's what we call conscious listening. And we come more in explaining what it means in detail at the next episode. But let's just also capture that when we want to develop this muscle of listening, we also need to be able to ask the right questions, then we can then listen to the responses. When you have this process of asking questions in the right way, in a powerful way, that has also the effect that people, the participants in the workshop, in the meeting, you enable them to feel heard because you respond to what they say with a question or with an input. And they also feel that they're unable to be seen in the interaction. And this is the key that leads to successful connection and then to a very fruitful interaction. Bernard, that's a really important point because, you know, if you think about asking a question, the immediate reaction is to get an answer to that question. But actually, it's much more. If you ask the question in the right way, as well as content-wise, 
ask the right question. You get a different answer, mm. but also you get people showing up differently. Yes. And if that happens over time, that's where you start people being more interested in opening themselves. And that's part of creating the energy for curiosity. Absolutely. When everything works really well on the online connection, I mean, not the technology on the connection, but the person-to-person <laughs> -person connection, the messages exchanged transcend any barriers, screens, and distance. You are as close as you can be when you're able to facilitate this growth of trust, awareness, and deep listening to each other. That's really important. If you are in an online environment and you've created that space, in your mind, you feel you are in the same space as everyone else. And you can actually listen as if you are standing in a room and you listen at a distance. People are far off, but you may be able to just catch a word or two in terms of what they're talking about. And that is the same thing as being part of a space and not just listening on a first level. The final part of today's section, I want to briefly go through, we need to consciously understand other people's messages. If we consciously understand what they're saying, then we are continuously building that connection. Doing this online takes much longer. It takes much more effort. And we need to create enough time and the right attitude for the message to be absorbed fully. My rule of thumb is, you think something's going to take you 20 minutes online? I'm sorry, it's going to take 25 minutes plus. And if you don't create that space of time, you're going to run out, and which means that everything can run smoothly. But if the last five minutes are rushed, that's what people take out. Yes, exactly. When I had interactions with in, in team buildings or building an agenda with a team, I don't know what it is that leaders try to pack in as much <laughs> as they can. And they, they come up with an, an agenda. And like you said, my rule of thumb is, okay, take a third out because you will just not get there. Take the time and people don't feel rushed because that leaves the signal. The exiting moment, the feeling how it went, is significant for people what they take away about the quality of the meeting. True. And we need to manage our awareness of what is happening in the virtual room to understand the message. And that really means that we have to build this muscle of listening. It's a different and a stronger focus and attention than in face-to-face. -face. It mm -hmm. is much more intense. In face-to-face, -face, we have full body language that we can absorb online we are reduced to facial expressions. And we are confronted by having many, many screens of facial expressions. And our first reaction is that I can't do that. But actually, if you really start listening at that meta level with your eyes, mm. you can pick up little things that tell you something is happening and you just have to build your intuition to be able to do that. It can be an expression of voice. It can be a movement that leads you to hold on, something's happening. And if you step into that and you create the space through a question, people will step into that vacuum. Yeah, voice expression. I think that's really important. I mean, I know that you do, when you do your coaching, you most of the time, you actually switch off your video, which yeah. I find fascinating. Uh, I have a very strong uh, 
visual channel, but also the audio. I had to train the audio channel to really pick up things. And when I'm in interaction with teams or with people, I always say, you know, if there's any doubt that you will possibly suffer interruptions on the audio channel, go and use different means. Like, you know, in Zoom or in other platforms, ask people to dial in if they're in a weak spot of internet connection and the audio channel stays as clear and as crisp as it can be. Yeah, if you take that quality, if we don't understand the message, the content of the message, that's cognitive, you know, and that's where we're in active listening. So the quality is important because if the quality is gone, we can't. Mm, yeah. So we then are able to understand the message. We're able to understand the intention and we're able to really understand the emotion. But that still happens at a cognitive level. If we're able to let go of our own interpretations, thoughts, ideas, then we can start getting into it. And yeah. then I can start giving feedback of what I heard and start playing with that. And this is where the coach-like attitude comes in because now I can paraphrase. It's not that I have to paraphrase every time, but regularly I can paraphrase, I can summarize, and I can check insights mm. because I have cognitively an idea of what is happening. And yes. then if I understand people's message on a cognitive level, I can then move further and I can give them confirmation that I've really listened to what they're saying. I've listened to the intention with attention. In that way, we start creating an alignment that because people react through their body language, they react through their behavior. And again, we can see what happens. Yeah. When you just said, you know, on, on summarizing and really giving feedback what people have heard in the interaction, it was a very curious event I had this week where I've been meeting with a person online who I had many, many discussions over the years. And I wasn't aware until the end of the meeting that he was practicing something very specific on the way he was bringing in more awareness, mm -hmm. more attention to what was going on. I was surprised that, wow, now he starts summarizing. Did I really get that right? So this is what you've seen. This is what, what you understood from uh, the material you've seen, etc. I said, well, what's going on? And, you know, it felt different. The quality of our conversation felt different. I felt closer. I felt better understood than in most of the meetings before. Do you know what I'm hearing? I'm hearing that after 10 years, you're still able to increase the connection with somebody. That's amazing. Yes, absolutely. That's it for this episode. And in our next episode, we will continue our conversation on conscious listening. To help you reflect for this session, we suggest the following. When you ask questions, how often are these questions open questions? And how often are these questions closed? That means yes or no questions. Also, of these questions, how often are they based on real curiosity about the other's perspective? Or is it just to confirm or expose your own thinking? Have a think about that. That's it from me. Thank you, everyone. And a big thank you from me as well. But finally, before we go, if you'd like to connect with us or share your insights and feedback, please feel free to do so 
either on linkedin.com, Bernard Zimmermann at contact, that is C-O-N hyphen T-A-C-T, or Philip Gorter. We're both based in Germany. Or connect via email at philip at burta.net or bernhard.zimmermann at contactinternational.com that is c-o-n hyphen t-a-c-t hyphen international.com we look forward to connecting in our next episode thank you and goodbye